Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The Modifieds are back on track this weekend in New York, and Tagliani comes out on top of a very competitive vintage race north of the border. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, August 29th, 2018. Kyle Rickey joined by Hannah Newhouse. Both of us back from the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. Both of us able to figure out those machines to get back in the country the other morning to get out of the Toronto airport, but uh, we're back safely. Hannah, how was your uh, first experience to the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park? That was actually my first trip to Canada as a whole, so what a first way to do it, to get to go to a racetrack, but it was a phenomenal facility, and I'd heard it before from a couple of our Pinties drivers, Canadian race fans are unlike any else, like they were so excited to be there, it was a packed facility, and then the Pinties race was awesome, they put on a great competitive race, followed up by what I'm sure everyone has seen, the truck finish for the Camping World Truck Series, so overall it was just a super good weekend in Canada, and great racing at a great facility. Great crowd the entire weekend, even in the rain on Saturday. More about the Pinty's race in a moment, but you mentioned the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race, the Chevrolet Silverado 250, as heard here on the Motor Racing Network. Former NASCAR K&N Pro Series East Champion Justin Haley picking up the win after two-time K&N West Champion and former K&N standout. Uh, you got Noah Gregson and Todd Gilliland in there. Coming together in the final corner of the final lap, you got to interview them both. After the race, there were several opinions about the incident, like one, two, three, four opinions. Uh, what was your kind of takeaway of that final lap? I mean, that going into that last lap, Todd Gillen had checked out, and everyone had that expectation of that absolute mayhem to break loose on the last lap because we've seen it in every single race prior to. But man, like you look at the situation, I can totally see Todd's side as a racer, but I can also totally see Noah's side because Todd isn't in it for the points, he wants the win, he was driving conservatively, because when you have that, you know, position, ultimately your spotter's probably in your ear going, okay, like, you know, just keep it under control, keep it under control, and get through this last lap. Noah, who's a playoff driver, trying to get that win to secure himself in the playoffs, ultimately they're both just racing for that win, and man, I see both sides of Noah giving it everything he has, but Todd also being mad because he gave a little, but not enough, so it's, it's, I mean, I really don't think there was a wrong situation. It just is unfortunate for both of them, but congratulations to Justin Haley. We just saw pretty much the Canaan Pro Series show that that's a perfect funnel into the Camping World Truck Series with how the race went this weekend. Yeah, most of the drivers in the top five graduates from the NASCAR K&N Pro Series. Prior to the trucks, however, the NASCAR Pinties ran their total quartz 200. You mentioned that race a moment ago, a fantastic race that saw five different leaders, six lead changes, and when all was said and done, Alex Tagliani claiming his second win of the season coming out on top there. Uh, not easy, though, for him, Hannah. A very competitive race. The top six cars literally glued together, nose to tail for the last at least 10 or 12 laps of that event. 
it really was, and a lot of it, when you look back at it too, they talked about how pitch strategy played a lot into it. But the, the Pinty series is such a competitive thing. I mean, you've got five, six drivers every single week that have a chance to win. You look at, you know, rookie Cole Powell, who's up there in the point standing. I think he's third now. I mean, they were all neck and neck. And it's not like you see some of maybe the upper divisions where when they're neck and neck, they're not really touching, a little rub and racing here. These guys were pushing each other around the racetrack, like almost pulling slide jobs on a road course, the top six were. And the fans ate it up, but that's one of the really cool things about the Pinty Series is how hard these guys race every single lap, every race. Alex will join us here on the show in just a moment. Uh, finishing behind Alex, Kevin Lacroix, LP Dumoulin, JF Dumoulin, and Anthony Simone. Tags now has a 14-point lead in the championship standings over LP Dumoulin with three races to go. And Alex Tagliani, the race winner, will join us after the break. Front style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com or on the track this week at Darlington Raceway. I'm former crew chief and STP auto expert, Steve Letarte. Does your engine feel like it's down on power? It could be caused by deposits on fuel injectors, engine valves, and combustion chambers. An easy way to help clean up your fuel system and restore lost power is through the gas tank with STP Ultra 5-in-1 Fuel System Cleaner. One bottle contains three times the amount of cleaning agents versus the leading premium gasoline to help keep your engine running strong. STP, inside every great machine. One bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents and 35 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. It's always a great visit to Canada for the Motor Racing Network crew, especially when NASCAR's in town. And sadly, Mother Nature canceled the action for the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series at the Sunset Speedway. But we made up for it the next day with the NASCAR Pinty Series in action at the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, the lead-in to our NASCAR Camping World Truck Series broadcast. And for the second time in, in just a couple of weeks, it was Alex Tagliani picking up the race win in the NASCAR Pinty Series. He joins us on the guest line now. Alex, congratulations on the win. A great race to watch from our standpoint. Uh, how was it from the seat of your race car? Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. You know, believe it or not, um, we uh, we have not won uh, PTMP since I joined uh, the series. And uh, trust me, it was a race that uh, the 22 racing team wanted so bad that you see in the face of the guys, they were uh, pretty nervous going in and, and uh, wondering if we were to get another DNF or a bad luck uh, in, in a winning position. So... Um, it was a well-deserved win for all the boys and uh, the guys that work at the shop. I think, uh, yeah, I think that track, you know, owes us, you know, a few more. And uh, but it was good to get the monkey off our back. Now you finished 14th at this race earlier in the year, but last year you had a runner-up finish, second place. What was the difference between those races that helped you guys secure that win this past weekend? Yeah, the uh, the May race, uh, the season opener. At CTMP, we were uh, leading with three to go, and uh, we had an upper link uh, failure. Um, 
And, uh, you know, last year, a uh, few years back, we also had, like, uh, we were in the lead and we had a power steering issue. I think we had that twice happening, a power steering issue uh, from the lead. So it was not the first time we were in a position to win, but finally we we closed the deal. Um, so, yeah, it was the only road course in the series that I didn't win. Um, and finally we won it. Um, I mean, over the last three years, I would say, the car has been coming better and better that the team's working really hard we made some major changes on our car last winter and um it, it improved and and uh our series is so competitive when you look at the lap time we we started to run at ctmp like three years ago uh cars have not changed uh tires have not changed um and uh we improved i think 1.5 seconds uh similar to uh toronto indy so it's just uh, if you're if you're sitting back and you're thinking your your stuff is good, uh, you might have some surprises when you uh, when you rejoin the season. So uh, yeah, it's it's just a team effort, you know, constant working on the car, making this improvement, and uh, make sure that we uh, we keep our stuff, you know, like updated, uh, and and that made the the big difference. You mentioned how competitive this series is, and we talked about it before the break. The final ten or twelve laps of the race on. On Sunday, top five or six cars, nose to tail, lap after lap. How much uh, of those final laps were you watching your mirror as Kevin Lacroix and LP Dumoulin and, and JF, they were all closing in on you? Yeah, the, um, the last couple of laps, obviously, uh, they, were, <laughs> they, were, uh, they were very interesting. Um, I mean, you, you need to push, but you also need to save your stuff because it seems like, you know, always a you know, yellow flag comes up in the last, you know, 10 laps of the race. And then if you uh, tear your stuff down and you need to have a, you know, a restart, uh, you might be a sitting duck. So it was just try to balance, you know, the performance of, of our lap and maintaining enough gap, you know, not to get uh, the bumper. Um, but like you're saying, the, the series is very competitive at the moment. Um, we didn't have a good qualifying session in uh, GP3R. We won the race, but uh, less than a tenth of a second between uh, the top five guys in, in qualifying. So on a road course, it shows how, how tight everything is. Um, and it's fun. It, it's a lot of fun to uh, to have that sort of challenge from everyone. And uh, I just hope that it's going to continue this way. Now, one of the things that I kind of watched was pit stops played a huge part in, you know, helping decide who is going to come out on top in this race. What pit stop strategy do you guys play, and how do you feel like that played into helping you guys capture that win? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the the race distance is 51 laps, just just enough to uh, not being able to do it on one tank of fuel. So you have to fuel. Uh, you're allowed, or you have access to uh, a, a set of tires in the race to... to series we're not allowed to fuel and tire at the same time so um, we uh, first of all we started third we, we got into second pretty quick we we fight with Angel Ranger and it was really important to try to pass to, to lead a lap and uh, it took me too many laps to pass it took me 13 laps to get in the lead and uh, we led a lap and the lap after they called us in the pits uh, to put fuel on the green we didn't want to get caught up with a yellow um, and uh, when we came into the pits, we were slowed down by a guy that was not really maintaining pit speed limiting. So we were slowed down a bit in the in the pit lane. We lost the position there. Uh, later on, we came in on a yellow with um, 
with everybody in the pits to do tire change, and uh, the guys got us uh, some position. So the crew did a, an amazing job on the second stop. Um, we restarted uh, 11th, and then we restarted third. We got into the lead, and after that, the last two restarts were from, from the lead, and uh, we just managed to bring it home. Weekend as a whole kind of saw a curveball on Saturday with rain canceling qualifying. The lineup was set on practice speeds. How much did you guys anticipate that Saturday morning during that practice session, knowing that weather might be an issue? Yeah, we. Um, it was uh, the, the tricky part was to try to try to throw a setup in that was not going to be very good on the dry, but that was going to be better maybe in the wet knowing that we might have a chance to race in the morning of Sunday in the wet. Um, that was the most tricky thing to decide. And finally, uh, we went with, um, with a setup that was, um, you know, 80% towards a uh, complete dry setup. And, um, and I think it was the right decision. Um, and, um, you know, once, once we saw in the morning that we were going to be able to complete the race, um in in the dry um that was that was really good um in another on another side you know the fact that we i mean i think it was a good call not to qualify because um we just don't have the proper rain tires in our series to be able to run a track like that in qualifying um our format also is different than uh, the other series so we have three groups of qualifying and if the track is going it makes it unfair for uh for uh, a lot of the cars when you have everybody on track at the same time and you start dividing the groups uh, after one attempt on lap time then at least everybody has the same track conditions and it's fair so overall I think it was the right decision uh, because of our rule and because of our tire not to qualify but I would um, I, I would vote for sure to uh, to look into bringing some similar rain tires than the other series have and uh, or have access to and uh, maybe changing our rule uh, so we can we can run in the wet you know for the fence an interesting twist that road racing always brings that weather it seems like we we're going to struggle with it at mid ohio earlier also road america and then this past weekend at canada so one unique thing obviously about road course racing but we look ahead of the schedule for you guys and this upper, not this weekend, but the next weekend, kickstarts the last three races for you guys of season, and they are all oval tracks. And the next race you guys actually go to is a track that you are winless at. Um, is this win that you're going to take from Canadian Tire Motorsports Park maybe give you the confidence going onto an oval like that? Yeah, I think um, I think we uh, we've been very consistent on the oval. Um, we managed to stay out of trouble. Um, finish on the podium uh, three times uh, and most of the time all top five as well so we have like two races that uh, we had a, a, a poor race weekend on one oval and a DNF at uh, CCMP other than that up to up to those two races or about uh, just those two races uh, aside we uh, we're in the we're in the top five so I think with three races to go, I mean, top five is not good enough. We uh, we need to win uh, to close the gap, and um, and that's what we're going to aim for. I think our team is uh, is strong enough to uh, to raise the bar and to keep putting pressure on uh, on LP. And um, you know, he's been he's been fortunate, he's been lucky, he's been at the right place at the right time. Um, 
and uh, not too many issues on our on this on his side. Hopefully, if we start you know cranking pressure on, uh, maybe something's going to happen and we get uh, we get evened up uh, in regards of, of DNFs and, and issues and uh, and we can bring the championship all the way to the last race. 14 points out of the lead right now. Alex Tagliani joining us on the guest line. Three races to go, including a race at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, the series' first-ever visit to America here at the end of September. Alex, thank you for taking the time to join us here. Uh, congratulations on the win, and we will see you in New Hampshire uh, in just a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Alex Tagliani joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, we preview the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour race coming up this weekend on Oswego Speedway. They're back on track, and series veteran Timmy Salamito will join us to talk about it after the break. Chris Crockett here with another member of our Toyota racing family. Reggie, you've taken tailgating to new places. You've converted this school bus into a giant brisket smoker? Yeah, it's table stakes, Chris. Oh, you see that? That's my lookout tower, so I can see Kyle Busch taking the lead. Wow, what's the cage for? That's for the tailgaters. Oh, yeah, that's a real alligator. NASCAR and Toyota Racing. With a family like this, who knows the places we'll go as things heat up this summer. Learn more at toyotaracing.com. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. I'm former crew chief and STP auto expert Steve Letarte. Does your engine feel like it's down on power? It could be caused by deposits on fuel injectors, engine valves, and combustion chambers. An easy way to help clean up your fuel system and restore lost power is through the gas tank with STP Ultra 5-in-1 Fuel System Cleaner. One bottle contains three times the amount of cleaning agents versus the leading premium gasoline to help keep your engine running strong. STP, inside every great machine. One bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents and 35 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. The NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour got a well-deserved week off this past week after three consecutive weeks of racing in the middle of the week. A Friday night at Stafford, uh, a Wednesday night at Thompson, and a Thursday night at Bristol. They'll be back in action this coming weekend at Oswego Speedway in New York. And joining us now on the guest line, the driver that currently sits third in the championship standings, Timmy Salamito. He joins us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Timmy, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. How's everything? We are doing uh, great. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys back on track this weekend. Uh, before we look ahead, though, let's talk about the last three weeks. Uh, three races in the middle of the week. Um, how much of a test is that to to a lot of these race teams, especially teams that, that depend on guys to get out of, say, full-time jobs to get to the racetrack to help you guys? Yeah, you know, it's always tough for our series. Uh... You know, between the, the three races right on top of each other, getting time off work and uh, bosses understanding that uh, racing is pretty important, it it, uh, it becomes pretty tough. So, um, you know, it just goes to show you uh, the commitment level and, and uh, the interest that everybody has in, in doing what we love. And, um, you know, it's always great to see. So I, I personally enjoy the month of August, but uh, I wish I could race like that more often. But um, definitely is a, a tough one for everybody. You know a lot of those modified teams were enjoying that time off, but at the same time, I know there's no lack of modified racing up in the Northeast, so even with the off weekend, I'm sure plenty of you found racetracks to go run at. But third in points right now in the 2018 season, and it kind of looks similar to where you were last year as well. You went into Bristol last year with that points lead. 
Um, but this year has been a little bit different for you. Last year you said you had five wins and something like six poles, and you were winless so far in 2018. What has been the difference for you guys between last year and this year? Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I wish I knew. Um, but, you know, I just think uh, every year everybody gets better. You know, everybody steps up and, and everybody, uh, you know, finds that little bit of edge. And, um, you know, for the last three or four years, we've, we've, uh, we've been the team that's, you know, been competing with Kobe and everybody else up front, you know. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that we're not there, but we're not uh, we're not where we want to be. And we know that as a team, you know. Um, it's certainly not something that we're, we're hiding and, uh, you know, it's not from a lack of effort at all. My team's been working very hard and, uh, you know, they've been preparing good, really good race cars. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we had a really good one going at, at Bristol and, you know, I just got after it a little bit too hard and ended up, uh, you know, spinning around and, and, um, you know, luckily we didn't hit anything, but, um, you know, we've, we've had some speed. We just haven't had the speed that, uh, some of these other guys have right now. And, um, you know, some years you have that. So we're working hard. We're uh, we're trying a few things, and um, you know, I think uh, you know we'll find ourselves back up there shortly. It's just uh, you know we're just trying to find that that little bit of speed, that little bit of comfort that we need. And um, you know, sometimes it takes a, a few races to get. To bounce off of Hannah's question, and you may or, or may not know the answer to this, but the one constant in the top three over the last several seasons is you. You're still up there. A run among the top three, currently third in points, but there's some new guys ahead of you, including Justin Bonsignora and, and Chase Dowling. But as far as Justin is concerned, uh, have they hit on something this year, or or has he just had better luck than than the rest of the guys in the field? No, I mean they've certainly hit on something. I mean, you know, look at Justin's year last year. Um, you know, he was anywhere from a a fifth to fifteenth place car, and you know that's kind of where we find ourselves right now is anywhere between you know you know, 5th to, to 12th, 15th, you know, so um, sometimes you just have those years, you know, you got to regroup and, and uh, you know, reset everything and, and start fresh, and, you know, that's what the 51 team did this winter, and, and um, you know, it's paying, it's paying off for them, so um, I would certainly say that they found something, Justin's, you know, very talented and, and has, uh, you know, you know, a lot of seat time, and, and he's very good at, at, uh, at driving, so um, you know, you knew it was just a matter of time before they hit on, on finding the right combination and, and being in the front. So, um, you know, it's just everybody's got to catch up now. So that's what's great about the Well Modified Tours. There's there's so many teams out there that they push so hard to become the best that they possibly can that everybody has to keep stepping it up to keep up with them. So, you know, we've seen it with Kobe in years past. Um, you know, our team has, has always been, you know, stepping it up and trying to become better and better. And, um, you know, there's no different, no, no difference now. You know, we're we're working really hard. Uh, we're changing things, constantly changing things, and and trying to get better. And and uh, you know, I'm hoping that these next couple months here before the season's over, we we can show that uh, we found some things and going into 2019. You know, looking forward. And speaking of going into 2019, there's only a handful of races left on this year's schedule. Um, you're roughly 90 points behind Justin Bonsignor, who's leading the current championship. Do you guys look at the rest of the season? as being too far out to contend for that championship and just hunt for wins? Or do you guys genuinely feel like you still have a shot at maybe capturing that championship? No, I mean, absolutely. We, we always go out there and go for wins no matter what. And, um, you know, unless you're really leading the points, you, you're really just going out there to try and win, win the race. And, um, you know, 90 points is a big spread. He's got to have a couple of really bad weeks, and we'd have to have some really good weeks. And I'm not saying that it can't happen, but, uh, you know, it, it's not, not looking in our favor right now. So... We're basically just building on, uh, you know, trying
trying to win win races and and be fast, be competitive, and uh, you know we're basically starting on 2019 now. Um, you know we're we're a little bit behind schedule here in 2018, but um, we're looking forward to to trying to put the you know turn the program back around and, and you know focus on the rest of this year and, and the start of 2019. Five races to go, including the Oswego Speedway this weekend. Two previous races there for the Modified Tour. A, a second-place effort for you a couple years ago. A third last year. Uh, your thoughts uh, in getting back to Oswego here this weekend? Uh, I think Oswego is a great racetrack. Uh, it's very racy. Um, pretty cool with the inside-outside wall, and there's there's a ton of history at that track. So um, it's cool that they have us on a classic weekend, and, and uh, you know everybody that comes out for that race, so they're all pumped up for modifies in general and super modifies and whatnot so um always cool to get up there um you know see everybody it, you know i'm from new york but we travel six seven hours to get up there so it's kind of kind of odd for me but still pretty cool uh you know to, to, to race in new york and uh to race on a track that's just got so much history and um you know the fans are really passionate about it so i'm excited to get up there and, and hopefully we'll put on a good race and a good show for the fans and, and have a good run Alongside Oswego, one of those races left on the schedule is Riverhead Raceway, and that's a racetrack that you are very familiar with. I know you captured a win there earlier this year, which I believe marks like 20 wins for you at that racetrack, but it was with the NASCAR Home Tracks program, that NASCAR Wheel and American Series division, not yet with the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Is Riverhead one of those racetracks that you circle on your calendar knowing that that's one that you have a shot at? Uh, of course, you know, I mean, I think the last... Uh I want to say two or three years has been really between uh, Justin and, and myself and, and Eric Goodell actually that have won the races there. I think it's been a Riverhead local uh, that's won that, that track, you know, at that track for, I, I want to say three years or so. So, um, you know, that's always one that I circle. Uh, you know, I love going home to my home track and, uh, you know, it's where you start. It's where you cut your teeth. It's, uh, you know, you feel comfortable. You just, you just know the place kind of like the back of your hand. So, um, you know, I guess it's kind of similar, you know, for like Kobe and Dowling and everybody going to Stafford, you know, that's my riverhead pretty much. So, um, always look forward to going there and, and, uh, you know, having some fun and it's a tight quarter mile. So there's some, uh, bumping and banging, which I'm, I'm pretty used to. So, um, certainly one that I circle on the calendar and hopefully we can, uh, we can get a win or a really good run there. And there's another race at Stafford Speedway this year, along with the Thompson Speedway. But I think the race that most are talking about, and we'll wrap up the conversation uh, with with previewing what is uh, dubbed the richest and longest race in the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour history, coming up in September at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, 250 laps. What do you think we're going to see uh, for 250 laps? I think there's a lot of people thinking that you're going to see a, a long 100-lapper where you guys are swapping the lead every lap, sometimes twice a lap, but uh, part of me believes that that's probably impossible to do for 250 laps around the Magic Mile. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't think anybody really knows what to expect. Um, you know, you're going to, you know, uh, a very big track with uh, a lot of laps, and, you know, that's not something that we typically do. So um, it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, the, the, the last race that we had there this year, um, you know, three or four guys kind of checked out from the rest of the pack. So um, you know, hopefully it doesn't come down to that. Hopefully we can put on a really good show with, uh, you know, some lead swapping and, and some good drafting. So um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, between the spec engines and, and the drivetrain and everything, see how well it holds up and, uh, um, you know, different strategies. I'm sure it's going to be uh, a lot different than, than what most people are expecting. So it's kind of kind of an unknown for everybody, but I'm sure there'll be a lot of cars there, and that, that could be a good point 
that's looking to try and get back in the championship. Usually, uh, New Hampshire draws a very large car town, and uh, if anybody that's uh, up or, or doing well in points has a bad day, it usually hurts you the most there. That's what happened to us last season. So, um, you know, hopefully we can put together a really good package and, and find ourselves towards the front of the field. That race coming up September 22nd at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Of course, the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East and the NASCAR Pinty Series will be there as well for a uh, full day of short track racing at the uh, the biggest track that a lot of these cars will go to. Timmy, thanks for joining us here on the show, and best of luck to you this weekend in Oswego. As always, thanks for having me on, guys. Currently third in the championship standings for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, Timmy Salamito joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, we'll review the uh, big weekend over the week or, or at uh, Gateway Motorsports Park over the weekend for the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East and West. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Front style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com or on the track this week at Darlington Raceway. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. And it is STP Race Week here on the Motor Racing Network as we get set for the Bojangles Southern 500 Throwback Weekend. You're coming up from the Darlington Raceway. For over 60 years, STP has been helping engines run better, longer. STP, inside every great machine. Kyle, Ricky, and Hannah Newhouse wrapping up this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast. We've talked extensively on the show today about the NASCAR Pinty Series in Canada. The other big weekend or the, the other big race over the weekend, the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East and West combination event at the Gateway Motorsports Park. They shared the spotlight with the Verizon IndyCar Series. And the West, uh, Bill McAnally Racing, a lot of people may be surprised that they finished 1-2, but... The way that they've been running this year, Derek Krause claiming the win, Cole Rouse in second, I don't think there's much surprise there. I really don't think there is either. And this is an event that actually started with Iowa, which has been a reoccurring Canaan East-West combo. And this is the first year they've had those two combination races. It was always like a the East guys were beating up on the West guys at this combination race. And we saw them really competitive at Iowa earlier in the year. So I don't think it was to anyone's surprise when they showed up at Gateway and just were competitive. The highest finishing East driver was fourth with Ruben Garcia Jr. in that rev racing machine. So it's awesome to see the field being evened out on both sides of the coast. So when we get opportunities like this to combine both series, it makes for a great playing field and good hard racing. So awesome to see Derek Krause get that after an East winner. Um, Tyler Ankrum, I believe, won at Iowa earlier in the season. Chase Cabri rounding out the top five points in the East. Tyler Ankrum, 51 points up uh, in the championship as they head to New Hampshire next month. In the West, Derek Thorne, a 25-point lead over Ryan Partridge. 
He uh, he's might be happy, Hannah, though. He has that lead heading to the dirt track at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Probably the big wild card of that series for the entire season. That's one that everyone has just circled. You know, they're announcing that there's a couple drivers that are going to be added to that entry list that aren't regulars in the Kane and Pro Series West. Wouldn't be surprised to see a couple East guys show up as well. What? Yeah, like you said, what a monkey wrench to throw a dirt race in in the middle of the season. So any cushion that a points leader can get into going into a race like a dirt track. I mean, Derek Thorne's got to be crossing his fingers and thankful for the finish he just had. That race coming up in just over two weeks' time at the dirt track at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, part of a busy NASCAR weekend there. In the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series, 66 points separate Philip Morris from Keith Rocco. Tim Brown is third. Steve Carlson fourth. Hannah, this weekend, you're going to do some NASCAR home track racing at Hickory Motor Speedway. They have a big event out there. Yeah, they do. If you get a chance before you head down to Darlington this weekend, the Bobby Isaac Memorial is happening out at Hickory draws a great crowd of late model stock drivers. You get them all the way from Myrtle Beach, up from Virginia, and your local Hickory boys. So always puts on a great show, great field of cars. So if you get a chance, come out to Hickory, watch some late model stock racing, and then head on down to Darlington for that throwback race on Sunday. Josh Berry won the race a year ago. Hannah, enjoy the weekend out there. We'll do this again next week. All right, sounds good. I'll see you next week. For Alex Tagliani and Timmy Salamito, Craig Moore and Brian Yesowich, our producers. She's Hannah Newhouse. I'm Kyle Ricky. We'll see you back here next week on NASCAR, NASCAR Coast, Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.